You're listening to episode 265 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Hawley. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 party people. Welcome to the show. I have a dog snoozing next to me. I'm looking out my window. We have taken the curtain down, the curtains down in the house. We are a couple weeks out from moving and I will tell you, I like to prepare as much ahead of time as I can. So yes, while the curtains have not needed to come down, it's nice that the walls are being patched, you know, those little places where you screw the curtain rods into the wall. We're doing all the patching, getting ready so that ideally, oh, when we've ordered our U-Haul moving boxes, like containers, we're going that route. I've heard great things about it. Let me know if you've done that before, Um, but I've only heard good things. Got that all scheduled up yesterday. It's happening for real. This rental house that we've been in for the last four years, it clearly has felt like such a home, which has been just wonderful. And now as we take the curtains down and take the artwork down and get ready for this move, it feels like more and more of a rental, which feels perfect. Honestly, I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't ours. This was, uh, we were borrowing it (laughs) and now we get to go somewhere else. So anyway, if you hadn't heard, my husband and I are moving. We're moving back to the Midwest and we're super excited because we just get to be closer to family and that's really important. So so I'm sitting here drinking my little coffee and sitting next to my snoozing dog in the morning and I've been thinking about what I wanted to record for today's episode. There's so many subjects we could talk about. Like It's really cool when I say like, oh, you know, 265 episodes in and I still feel like we are scratching the surface, not because there's a lot of stuff to do, (laughs) but because the couple of things that we do, there's so many mm, vantage points and lenses in which we can kind of approach and notice and be aware of these subjects and of our lives. And isn't that so beautiful? I think that that is really beautiful. Maybe if I were in a negative mood or a low mood, I would think that would be overwhelming. <laughs> like, oh my God, there's so many different ways. And at least right now, I'm like, this is cool. This is so, so nice. But as I've been sitting here, I've been thinking, of, and this is something that I've thought on in a lot of different ways over the last handful of years is, you know, when you're thinking about like leaving the yo-yo dieting, I think something that comes up for a lot of us is we start to question like, okay, what is the utility of like a fitness or nutrition or both like a challenge or a boot camp or a restart or, you know, I don't want to even name any of them, but just to use one example, like 75 hard or something, you know, something that is declaring that it's a short period of time that is declaring that it is more intensive in its pursuit and in its intentions. Over the last handful of years, I, it's something that I'm like, I, I don't 
think that those are necessarily needed for everyone, but I've never really wanted to poo-poo them because clearly we gravitate towards those. As humans, clearly it can be, clearly it can be clarifying (laughs) to sign up for something that is short in duration or has a, a very distinct time period in which you're doing it, 30 days, six weeks, 75 days, what have you. And as humans, we're compelled by clarity. And especially as humans who maybe start to feel a little stressed or a little, again, overwhelmed when it comes to our health and wellness or our daily habits that support our consistent wellness. Sometimes I've just been hard-pressed to believe that all short-duration choices are immediately bad or stupid or have no utility. And if you look at some of like the really strong anti-diet culture rhetoric, that's to me how they kind of put those challenges. Like they put them in that light of like, don't you do those. Like that's a waste of your time. Like there's a lot of kind of actually fairly negative language around those. And I think, I think I have a interesting perspective on these because when I was first coaching nutrition back in 2014, 2015, I started to run these group coaching programs. And they were, I guess one was three weeks of like actively changing your nutrition. And another was like four weeks. Um, But they had kind of like a week on both sides. So they were programs that were about a month to six weeks long. And in these programs, part like there was a nutrition challenge component. And I remember trying to be pretty aware that it was like, you know, this isn't a boot camp, but this is, if you're signing up for this class, because it's nutrition, and then one of them was nutrition and fitness together. And I didn't do the fitness component at that time. I was for different coaches led that part. But I even remember at that time being like, okay, there's only going to be a couple rules And I would always joke with my participants that like, you know, because inevitably you would start the challenge and someone would come in and we'd always do like a check-in because this was in person at the time. We do check-ins and someone would always kind of like look kind of guilty or raise their hand and be like, I messed up this week. And I would always joke with them like, okay, get out of the room. (laughs) Like, get out here. I'm going to boot you out. (laughs) And everyone would be like, what? I'd be like, yeah, of course not. nothing is ruined you don't have to restart anything this like you taking this class was voluntary so if you'd like to come back to the you know rules which for the most part people were taking a break from more processed foods that's really it It it's very much just eating in a generally paleo style but we weren't restricting carbohydrates uh we were aware of sources of sugar and we were aware and we are aware of more, pro- we are basically just more aware of processed foods. Like there's stuff, I don't know. I, I think it's a subject for an entirely different episode if I would run those courses these days. Because I think a year or two ago, I would have said no. And now I'm kind of like, honestly, I think what really matters is the intention. Why is someone coming to a boot camp or a course or something that is going to be 
distinctive in the habits that you are starting and the habits that you are stopping or you're at least pausing. Because in reflection, because I had a decent amount of people come through those group coaching courses. And then even more, because then I did take some of them online. So I ran, was running quite a few of these different, different groups. And for the most part, received pretty great feedback. And the people who were offering the feedback, like, I think what is important when it comes to a challenge or against a distinctive period of time is, is it's not even a positive mindset. Because I think at this point, a lot of us will try to create a positive mindset to try to like offset maybe a negative mindset that is coming out of fear or uh, nerves or something. I don't actually think the people who are trying to manufacture a positive mindset are going to get very far with a challenge or with a slow build of habits. You know, like in general with the clients that I'm coaching now, we're doing a slower build approach of really I'm telling you what I would like you to begin to start to do, and I expect you to make the changes. But I also expect dialogue and discourse along the way so that we can, you know, build. And we do, there's nothing that's like, all right, you're going from, you know, 2,000 steps a day to 10,000 starting tomorrow. It's like, no, <laughs> let's start with, you know, let's start with 4,000 a day. Let's just see what another, you know, how, how do you figure out how to get in pockets of walking? And then after a few weeks or maybe even a month or however long it takes when that feels like it's integrated, great. Now let's bump that up to 6,000. You know what I mean? That's what I, that's what I mean when I say slower. It doesn't have to be long and arduous, but it is just like, let's be thoughtful about this integration. However, that is different, right? That's different than jumping in feet first into something that's more of a challenge and that does have more of a distinctive, I'm doing this for this amount of time and then when I'm done, I am taking away lessons from it. And I think that's important to say as I'm sitting here thinking about this is that that was one of the coolest bits of feedback I would get from folks after they would complete those challenges. And that was the intention of the challenges. It wasn't to say like, hey, this is the way that you eat for forever and ever. I'll tell you what the cool feedback was, but <laughs> before I add that in, I remember having someone ask me like, well, Lucia, do you eat this way all the time? Right? And I was like, well, no, because that's not the point of this. We're not demonizing any foods. It's not bad when we're eating more processed foods, but if we're really looking to hone in on the super simple basics of health and wellness, for sure, prioritizing unprocessed foods is what is going to get us most of the way there from a nutrition standpoint. So the intention, I think, I think that can be helpful to be thinking about when we're coming to playing around with more drastic changes is actually being really open and honest with ourselves of what am I expecting out of this? And if you're newer to nutrition information, I think that was also really cool is that those challenges met a lot of people in a lot of different places. So they, a lot of people coming into the course hadn't had uh, nutrition education previously that they had sought out distinctively. So a lot of the information was newer and it was brand new. And then the challenge went along with it at the same time. And in that way, it's kind of an immersive experience. 
it's like saying, well, yeah, you could read about science and chemistry, but you could also go to, you know, maybe a science museum and get your hands on some of the interactive projects. And then you can have this lived experience of actually seeing the science in process. Similar idea with a nutrition challenge or with changing multiple parameters at the same time. And that's kind of what some of the, a decent amount of the feedback reflected is that people just said, this was really great. This helped me start to see that these changes, even though I was choosing to make multiple different distinctive changes, they all came together because they were being made for the same reason. And I I think that that is a beautiful framework to be considering nutrition shifts because it can be really common when we're stressed out that we feel overwhelmed and that things feel, oh my gosh, like the amount of dialogue we have in our heads about like using a nutrition tracker of saying, oh my God, it's so much work to log my breakfast or it's so much work to, you know, figure out what the hell my portions are. And that, those lines, when they're in your head, those are some of the most common lines about tracking. I'll tell you, tracking takes about at most 45 seconds after a meal. I mean, really, it's not a big deal. But of course, when our brains are confronted with something new, even something new that we're choosing to do or that we'd like to do, they're going to conflate new with bad and or difficult. So (laughs) I do think there's utility to a more abrupt change in habits because it gets to flip that assumption on its head. And we also then get to take a sense of pride at the end of a challenge or a boot camp of saying, wow, look at what I did do. Yeah, maybe it was scary and hard at first, but I see that I did it, or I see that I did more than what I thought I could do in the beginning. And I think that that is very, very powerful. And where I think what we forget about challenges or kickst- restarts, kickstarts, boot camps, or whatever you want to call them, I think we forget that there's simply another way that we can practice not taking our thinking so seriously. And they show us that on the other side when we reflect back and we say, wow, I did it. Because then that is that challenge, whether we know it or not, that is actually challenging all the thoughts that we might have had at the beginning of the challenge. Oh my gosh, can I do this? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. You know, like, again, I think about different clients from those group coaching programs. Uh, I remember having a client come up to me. She pulled me aside at the, after the very first class, which was in person, and it was just like no one was starting the challenge. I was just, you know, we were doing introductions, we we're getting to know each other, and I was laying out what the nutrition challenge would be that would start that following week. So everyone had a week to prepare. I remember she pulled me aside and she had a lot of fear in her eyes. And she was said, like, this, like, she had signed up for it voluntarily, so she was excited to do it, but she was like, I do not know how to cook. And she was like, What do I eat? And I was like, That's not a problem. You don't even have to cook in this program. Is there anything that you feel like you do know how to cook? And she listed off hard-boiled eggs. And I said, fantastic. Then that's the only thing I want you to focus on meal prepping. Everything else, you can order out. You can lean on, you know, in the grocery store, 
some prepared items. There's plenty. We're in a really cool day and age, you guys. Even like this was like seven years ago or whatever. Even then, we were in a great day and age then too. You can prioritize unprocessed foods without very much cooking, if any cooking, at home. It just takes a different set of eyes on what you're doing. And sure, with that client, we could have gone super slow and practiced, okay, cook the hard-boiled eggs this week, and then the next week do this and that and that. Or what, what happened is that she dropped into the challenge. She was freaked out in the beginning, but she did it. And within a couple of weeks, she was like, oh my God, I can do this. I'm having a great time. The food is feeling good. I know how to make decisions for myself. I might not know five steps ahead of me what to do, but I can take it one step at a time. And that is really powerful. We, I, I just, again, this is just kind of an episode of me sitting down, like kind of chatting through this with you, because I do think a lot of you are here for this conversation of like, Yes, diet culture is poopy. Let's not let's not repeat more diet culture stuff because it's the opposite of liberation. And I think most of us don't want that. And at the same time, I think there's nuance to these conversations where cuz I also have conversations with some of you in the DMs where it's like, "Hey, I've gone anti-diet culture or, hey, I've done this or that, but now now I feel like this is now another set of rules. Is it the rules or is it me? Am I making things into being rule-based? Is this still the patriarchy? Why do I feel like I am not allowed to lose weight, even though I would totally support a friend if she wanted to lose 20 pounds? Why do I feel, why do I feel like I can't do it and that that isn't body positive? You know, like kind of those types of conversations. And I think this is where nutrition challenges or groups or um, boot camps, they fit into that kind of murky arena where some people would totally label them diets, don't do it, bad idea. They're not teaching you how to have healthy habits for the long term. And certain shades of that and probably in certain challenges, that's probably very true. But I think a lot of them also provide us with clarity. They give us a starting point and an end date so we can get in, give ourselves new experiences. And then if we would so like to, by the end of the experiences, we might have learned a few lessons along the way that we'd like to carry forward. And that part comes with responsibility and ownership. And I think that's the difference when I think about the different clients I've had over the years who you know, I also have had plenty of clients who've gone through those group courses and then either chose to do one-on-one coaching or did the course again. And so I've had contact with them, plenty of people over the years who have been in those courses. And so it's been a really big honor to hear them kind of reflect back on the courses or what they learned. And I think that is the framework of when we take ourselves less seriously, we can honor that It doesn't have to be all or nothing, even if we're not in a challenge all the time. That doesn't mean that we still might not have learned something really cool about, let's say, our blood sugar levels. Let's say about making a balanced snack in the afternoon that includes the chocolate or the candy and a cheese stick and a piece of fruit, right? Like it it just gets to be, it gets to be. Maybe I don't need to say more than that. It just gets to be. So I suppose this is... (laughs) 
<laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> there's no homework. There's no thing that you have to do. Not that I do that on every episode anyway, but I don't think we need to have definitive answers on, well, is a boot camp diet culture? Or, oh, there's this nutrition program I want to do, but like, they're having me not eat sugar. Okay. What if it's less about, or maybe it's what if it's more, and not less about, but like what if it's more about you just getting to choose an experience, do the experience, and then see on the other side that of course you could, and of course you did. And when we're feeling more light with our thinking and our thoughts, I think that's that powerful position where in reflection we can then see, ooh, yeah, I feel really good. Or I notice that when I do this because I started that in the challenge, that actually felt really cool. And now I know I can continue to integrate it. I can choose to integrate it. If I take a step away, maybe I won't feel as nice. And you know what I mean? Like on and on. It all just gets to come back to choice. So Uh, Thanks for being here on this episode where I suppose I've been perhaps processing a bit, but it's taken me quite a few years. And so I I can't imagine that this subject isn't a subject that some of you haven't been thinking about as well. I think there is this kind of reckoning of softening the rules and the rigidity around rules and rigidity, meaning when we feel more ownership and we feel more responsibility, we are then remembering, yeah, we're in charge. And that means you can be in charge and choose some rules and choose them for a distinct period of time and choose them so that you can just like have that clarity of focusing on them. And then from there in reflection, you can notice, was there utility? And that is such a different experience than doing a boot camp and, you know, fearing it, being overwhelmed by it, not giving it actual attention and focus, and then coming out the other end and wondering why the boot camp didn't work or this and that, and then feeling bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it doesn't even have to be the boot camp or the rules or the structure. It's more so about our intention um, and then our confidence. And then on the other end, what we'd like to do. And that comes back to our thinking and not taking our thoughts so seriously. So I'm going to end the episode here. I hope you are having a really nice week. I hope this episode has found you well, whether you're listening in the car or on a walk or you're sitting down or you're doing something else. Thank you so, so much for being here. It's just always a pleasure. It really, really is. And it's a big honor for me to be recording these episodes every week. So have a great day and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me, where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A, h-a-w-l-e-y dot com to connect.